With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to Celtic Down Under. My name is Laura and I'm joined by Liam for yet another World Cup preview. This time covering, as you can tell, from Liam's shirt, Argentina. How are you doing, Liam? Uh, very good. Yeah, looking forward to talking about um, the team that I think is probably going to win this tournament. Absolutely. And through the magic of editing, nobody will know the balls up that we made last week trying to record these, but we won't go into that anyway. No, no. All I'll say is I'm really disappointed that I'm not going to get to watch that Argentina-Denmark match that we spent 20 minutes talking about. <laughs> we, had a, we had a fantastic World Cup in our heads, which was not uh, actually based in fact, but anyway. Um, so Argentina, as you say, one of the one of the outright favourites for the tournament I would say for a number of reasons not least the way that they qualified for the tournament but why for you are they the favourites for for taking the World Cup home from Qatar? There's there's two there's two different ways you can look at it there's the there's the factual and there's the emotional right the factual is they squished it in qualifying they're the current South American champions the fact that they're going to be playing in a very dry uh, hot climate is going to suit the South American teams far more than the European teams. Um, and then, so that's your, your factual basis. Now, the emotional basis, uh, Lionel Messi's last big tournament, he's going to want to go out on the ultimate high. Um, the first major tournament that that uh, he will have played in since Maradona passed. Mm-hmm. So he's got that legacy to live up to and a point to prove. Um, and then you also have the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo is probably playing in his final tournament as well. And for about the past 15 years, it's been who is better, Messi or Ronaldo. And this is the chance to settle it once and for all, whoever walks away with this World Cup. I am going to put my, nail my colours to the mast, so to speak. I've always Mm. been a Messi girl. I will always be Messi over Ronaldo, particularly in the current context, by the way, which at the time that we're filming this, Cristiano Ronaldo is using his social media to prove that he's having some kind of mental breakdown, I think, and calling yeah, everybody it's... ugly and all sorts. It's weird. It's fascinating watching, but between him and Elon Musk, watching millionaires meltdown in real time has been quite good fun this week. Um, <laughs> well, maybe but... save that for the, we'll save that for the Portugal uh, video. But, um, <laughs> but, it, but, but back to Argentina, I mean, you know, they are they have lost some some quality players uh, over the last few years, not least um, Sergio Aguero. They still have um, quality of the likes of Angel Di Maria, but, you know, Messi's not the only one for whom this is going to be the last World Cup. It is, a, it is in some ways, a bit of an ageing squad, especially when you think about the top quality players. Is that going to cause a problem for them? No, I don't think so. But I think that Argentina are at the point now that Belgium were at in 2018. Mm-hmm. Like... This crop of players are as good as they're going to get. It's now or never for this generation. If Argentina yeah. don't win this World Cup, it could be another two or three World Cups before they've got a squad capable of winning it again. 
because yeah. they're going to have to massively rebuild after this tournament, I think. The thing I think people forget about, uh, especially people of, of, of my generation, is outside of Germany and Brazil, they've probably got the most World Cup uh, pedigree of any national team, um, and they just haven't lived up to that particular pedigree. Aside from a couple of appearances in finals and semi-finals, they just seem to have fallen short. Do you think? Do you think this particular squad, looking at it, have the mental side of things, the mental um, fortitude to put it that way, to 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 go all the way? I think winning the Copa America was a big a big boost for them. Um, mm-hmm. That proved to them that you know people have been saying for years this is a great Argentina team, but now after winning that tournament, they finally believe that they're a great Argentina team. Mm-hmm. Um, and- because for, for for Argentina's pedigree, they have not won the Copa America as often as you would think they would, you know. No, and bearing in mind that they play the Copa America every time it's a Tuesday or something like that, it's like <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. it's a weird one. But um, looking at their first fixture, um, they've got um, now. Let me just check this as correct. Yes, cause, make cause... sure we're exactly on on the button with this one. <laughs> I believe I believe their first fixture is against Saudi Arabia on the twenty second of November. So they they kick off Group C with that fixture, followed by mm. Mexico, followed by Poland. Mm. We've talked a little bit about how you know only three fixtures in a group. The order of those fixtures and the way that each team approaches those games yeah. can um, affect you know. What, what you think their chances are of qualifying or how they're going to approach qualifying. Mm. They couldn't really have an easier start than Saudi Arabia, I wouldn't say. No, I mean, we'll come to them in due course, but yeah, I'm, I'm willing to go on record as saying I think they are the worst team at the tournament mm-hmm. and Argentina are potentially the best. So um, that 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 could be a bit of a mauling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a strange one. And, and obviously, Mexico is not going to be... A walkover of any description. I mean, for, for as much as they don't tend to threaten the the latter stages of the World Cup, they very often qualify from the group. So, um, and go out in the last sixteen. Again, we'll get into that more in their video. But do you see them being a potential banana skin for Argentina in that second match? Considering if we if we say Argentina get the three points, they'll mm. be keen to secure their qualification in that second match and not have to leave themselves up up to anything against Lewandowski and, and, and Poland in that last match? I think a lot will come down to how Mexico got on in that first game against Poland. Um, mm-hmm. Because, as we mentioned before, there's the case of, you know, it's either win this and we're through, or, oh no, if we don't win this, we're probably out by the time you get to that second game. Yeah. Um, and I think that just... You know, at the moment, as things stand, I think Mexico are the second best team in the group behind Argentina. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a toss-up between whether or not they go through with with Poland in second place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, Argentina are the standout, and I could comfortably see them winning all three games. But Mexico will give them the hardest challenge of the three, I think. Yeah, that's fair to say, and we'll get into Mexico again when we when we cover them in a later video. Um. We've talked about Messi and obviously the, the, the emotional side of the game for him. It, it doesn't need to be um, reiterated what kind of player he is and what kind of impact he could have. 
Is there anybody else in the squad for you that you think, you know, could be a star turn for Argentina, given that, you know, everybody talks about Messi first and foremost? Well, at last time of checking, he was an injury worry potentially, but I think Dybala is a very important player for Argentina mm-hmm. because Messi, we think of him as a goal machine, but when it comes to playing for Argentina, he's as much of a creator as he is a goal scorer. So yeah. he, needs, he needs another good forward to play off of, and Dybala fills that. Um, but he did have a niggling injury um, a few weeks ago, and there's it's still, again... At the time of uh, us talking here, it's not 100% nailed on that he's going to play in the first match. But Yeah, uh, um, and while we're on that subject, obviously the news has broken uh, since our Senegal video that, that Sadio Mane will not be uh, taking part in the World Cup. That He had been called up um, with the hope that he would get over the injury, but I think they, they confirmed in the last 24 hours he won't be there. So already yeah. our videos are out of date. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Although, although, although I can stand by my prediction. I said if Mane plays, Senegal play. So clearly yes. Senegal are not going to play. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. the, these are the hurdles we are now reaching as um, at the time of recording, we are only a matter of days away from the, the World Cup starting and, and the and the situations are changing. Obviously heartbreaking for, for players considered. Uh, and Kunku for France is another one um, who, who got to the camp and got to the World Cup and then got injured. So uh, unfortunate for him, but... Um, a, yeah. a few final, a few final words about Argentina before we before we move on to to other teams. Um, I, I think, I I think that what worries me about Argentina and has always worried me about Argentina is they they just have a little bit of we saw it in the their, their appearances at the World Cup final that massive chance missed by Iguain. He'll obviously not be there. Mm. Um, you know, I, I think I think the thing that worries me is their ability to put the quality on paper that they have onto the pitch. And I don't know if there's anything different about this World Cup that will make that make that different. But hmm. um, you you said that they're they're by far a clear favourite for you. So it, it's what, the thing what would for it me be? Is that uh-huh. I think so, sorry to interrupt you there. I think that's that all right. The um. The difference is, if you look at the, the last two times that Argentina have won the World Cup, right? 78, Kempes was the standout, right? Mm-hmm. 86, Maradona was even more of a standout, basically won that tournament almost single-handedly for them, right? Yeah. But, and then in uh, in 20, was it 2010 or 2014? Was it, the 2014 it was, sorry, 2014, yeah. um, where they lost in the final. I think a lot of the problem there was that they were depending on Messi to do what Kempes and Maradona had done before and be the guy who does it all by himself. Mm-hmm. But Messi is not that type of player. Um, I mean, he has that he has that same star quality, obviously, but yeah. I think he needs to have a good team around him, whereas that was, at that time, you know, the best player in the world, in my opinion, in Messi in 2014. But... Uh, fairly mediocre Argentina team around them. Whereas now you've got a very good Argentina team and you've got Messi who, yeah, probably passed his prime, but still one of the most lethal finishers in the game. Still one of the most naturally gifted players uh, on the pitch. And I think um, the difference is that if, if Argentina win this World Cup, it's going to go down as the Argentina World Cup. It's not going to go down as 
the Maradona World Cup or the Kempes World Cup or the Messi World Cup. It will be Argentina as a unit doing it. And I think yeah, that's a big difference. And I think that's that's the key. Like obviously not being around for or or, or, or being very young for those those uh, previous Argentina uh, fixtures, I never really had a chance to know who the other players were. But like you say, most football fans of, of this day and age can only name Kempes, can only name uh, Maradona from those teams. Like you say, Messi will be first and foremost on people's lips, but they will mention Di Maria, Laturo Martinez, uh, players of that ilk, uh, Dybala, yeah. like you said, uh, if, if he's there. Um, they'll mention those players um, in, in that same breath. And, and listen, I'm going to put all my cards on the table here. If you asked me... if Because I'm not particularly invested in any team beyond uh, the, the sweepstake uh, yeah. <laughs> that I have running, but my sweepstake is Croatia and Ecuador, so I don't think I'm um, winning much out of that. But... Um, if you asked me if there's one team in the tournament that I want to win the tournament, it's Argentina mm. for me for the Messi factor because I just think there are far too many, and, and I don't agree with this, by the way. He, For me, he can be the best player who's ever played the game without winning the World Cup because oh, I don't yeah. think the World Cup is a, a factor in that. However, it would shut all those people up if he did. Yes, yeah. And I think as much as... Ronaldo is an outstanding talent. I think Messi's on a different level. I always have. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like you say, winning the World Cup now at the stage they are both at in their careers would just finally cement that and put that argument to bed once and for all. Um, yeah, and I also, think, Messi Ronaldo... is just such a likeable and humble character as well, you know? Yeah, I think Ronaldo, for me, um, ignoring his recent... Um actions shall we say anybody who yeah. goes to Piers Morgan to, to pour their heart out is uh, not somebody I want to go for a pint with let's put it that way um, but Messi is he's a, he's a testament to natural talent combined with hard work whereas to give Cristiano Ronaldo his credit he is a testament to what you can make of the talent you have with sheer determination because I think Cristiano Ronaldo has put in a power of work to keep up with Messi and push Messi. Yeah. But on a yeah. natural talent level, the, there's no contest. It's a bit like the Pele-Maradona argument. You know, Maradona, I think, was unquestionably more, more naturally gifted than Pele, but Pele worked a lot harder and obviously yeah. had fantastic natural ability as well. So that is why who's the better player really comes down to personal opinion because you can't really pick much between the two of them. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the same. But the difference is, like you say, although Ronaldo is, you know, he has the, the physique and the fitness of a player 15 years younger than he is at the moment, right? There there are there are Premier League players in their 20s who are nowhere near as fit as Ronaldo is at 37, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but Messi has, you know, not quite on the same level, but he has that work ethic as well as the ability. Mm. And I think that, that deserves to be recognised. Absolutely. Um, apologies to anybody watching this who thought we were above making this a, a, a messy loving, but given the, the fact that it's going to be potentially, most probably his last World Cup, and given that Liam and I grew up in the generation where Messi was our guy, he was yep. 
Ur Maradona, he was Ur Pele, he was Ur Eusebio, whoever you want to put it. I don't think it's beyond reasonable for us to to celebrate the guy um, in the run up to the World Cup, regardless of what happens with 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 these next three matches and beyond. Hopefully, and um, more generally, I've just always liked Argentina. Um, yeah. Eighty six World Cup. I was too young to actually watch it live, but I, I used to watch vi- video of that all the time when I was a wee boy. Mm-hmm. Um, England-Argentina from 1998 is one of the all-time classic football matches that really had everything in it. Um, to give them their due, England were magnificent that night as well as Argentina. It was a really, really good back and forth, thoroughly entertaining and thoroughly amusing game as well. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you where I was when I was watching that match. I was 10 years old and I was on the holiday of a lifetime in Florida and um, some family oh. friends of ours were out at the same time. And uh, for whatever reason, um, tropical thunderstorm erupted and so we couldn't go to any of the theme parks. We couldn't go out and do anything. So we hmm. hunkered down and my dad and, and the dad of the other family went out to, to grab us all a McDonald's and we sat with a McDonald's in the middle of a thunderstorm in Florida, watching um, Argentina basically school England in that game. So it was a rather enjoyable night, I have to say. I watched it at home with my dad. I was, I would have, let's see, 98. I would have been 14 at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were, uh, <laughs> you know, he let me have a couple of beers because it was the World Cup. Nice um, one. Not endorsing underage drinking in any way, but, you know. And uh, I remember it like, the thing is, my dad has got this almost sixth sense for calling the way football games are going to go. Right. Because be- before the game, I made the joke, I England are going to lose on penalties, aren't they? It's just, it's fated, right? And he's like, aye, probably. But about 10 minutes into the game, he said, that Beckham, I said, he's probably England's best player, but he's going to get red carded tonight. Mm-hmm. Says, he just, he's constantly snapping at the referee. He's constantly back chatting. He's going to lose the plot. And sure enough, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's like it's like uh, it's like I've said um, about various other teams, not least Uruguay, who we're going to cover at some point in these upcoming videos. But Argentina have a level of shithousery that is unmatched, oh. especially with with the uh, with Diego Simeone in the midfield. Um, and you hope that the current team have that bit of bite about them as well going into this tournament. I really do hope they play England at some point in the tournament because <laughs> the shithouse is going to kick up another level. <laughs> and I also think they have the natural talent to absolutely rip England a new one. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's hoping it would be a Christmas miracle if it happened, but uh, oh, we, we shall we can see. Hope. <laughs> um, Liam, thank you for joining me for this one. We have plenty of teams to cover, um, so we will crack on with that. Argentina, probably, uh, definitely your pick for the World Cup, definitely in my top top couple, but my preferred choice for the World Cup. So. Uh, fingers crossed they can do it and uh, we will see you all for the next one please please tune in for the next video by the way it is Saudi Arabia but I promise we'll make it enjoyable Um, (laughs) we'll do our best (laughs) (laughs) catch you later Liam see you then Sports Social Podcast Network